0: You have just been invaded by... (laughs) Hey there guys, this is DJ Slope from Slope's Game Room, and you're listening to Slope's Cast, the retro gaming news show recorded live on Twitch, with my co-host Grizzly Cryden. If you like the podcast and you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider becoming a Patreon or YouTube member. And if you have any particular news stories that you would like us to cover in a future episode, then please do let us know in the dedicated rooms over on Discord. Plus, if you are listening to the podcast on any of the many podcast services around the world, then please do give us a little review. It really does help us spread our wings and get into the earlobes of plenty of other podcast goers. Anyway, enough of the plugs. Let's get on with the show. Welcome back, everybody. Yes, it's time for Slopescast. We've been away for a couple of weeks. Um, and for people that were just listening in, we're going to repeat this again. But uh, Grizzly can be one of those people that's um, explaining one of the reasons we've uh, been away and, and why we might be going away completely at random over the next few weeks. Uh, big, big news in the Grizzly household.
1: Yes, much, uh, much, much, new and big news. So, uh, for people who've um, just heard this, I apologise for the repeat, but uh, yes, baby is on the way, and uh, with development, we in mind a lot sooner than we imagined. So we could be looking anywhere between the next week and four weeks for me to become a daddy. Exciting um, times. So, I yeah, it really, <laughs> <laughs> really, is. I can't wait. Um, but, I can I can because you know, you have more to. time in the oven is always good. But um, you know, I, I can't wait to become a dad. Yeah. So, yeah. But that does unfortunately mean that as soon as baby lands, I will be spending it a little way. Uh, just so that I can acclimatise and be as good as I can be. So Absolutely. I hope everyone is aware of that and understands.
0: And and what people need to realise, even though this is called the slopes cast, it is very much uh it, it, this isn't a fifty fifty thing. Grizzly does Almost all of the work here. Um, without Grizzly, there wouldn't be a slopes cast. So, um, yeah, uh, <laughs> I need him. I need him. So but when saying, the,
1: what you're saying is I've ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 but when, you know,
0: I think the baby needs you a little bit more. I think yeah. the baby needs you more. Uh, but it's okay, okay because it actually yeah. coincides. Well, hopefully it coincides. We will see. We'll see. It coincides with the fact that I'm actually going to be away for about a month. Um, so, uh, yeah, we've just had a couple of weeks off. We're going to be back for a couple of weeks. Hopefully, we will see. And then we're going to be gone again for about a month. (laughs) But it's all just a crazy time right now. Like I say, we just do this because it's fun. It's fun to do this. Uh, but like we said, for all of those people that are listening in live, which, uh, if you're listening in on the podcast, we suggest you actually do listen in live. We do it every week on YouTube, on Twitch, and this week we're on TikTok. Hello, people listening in on TikTok. Um, you should listen in live. Uh, what was I saying? What are we gonna do uh? We're gonna talk oh, about yeah. a bit about no, no, no. what we're doing. That's sorry. Oh, that, okay. That's what I was gonna say. Uh, yes, even if this uh, news does come in and I'm, I'm, I'm in the other side of the world at Disneyland or whatever, we'll work out a time where we can pop on, even if it's only for 15 minutes or 20 minutes or whatever, just to, 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 to spread the news. And uh, you know, you can all send Grizzly some well wishes and-,
1: and we can we can do that whole thing where it's like the circle of life and Ah Sabania and all of that.
0: So. <laughs> support the head, support the head. Yeah, but the funny, the yeah. funny. <laughs> um so yeah, anyway. <laughs> that went somewhere. Um right, uh, I watched uh Lion King Free the other day. Better known to the Americans as Lion King one point five. Have you ever seen that?
1: Yeah, I have. It's really weird. It's um Timon and Pumbaa's like perspective of Yeah, the yeah. Thing, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I thought it was quite yeah. a cool little
0: film. I c I didn't I, I think out of all the sequels, it was
1: a good I one. I mean that, that whole like, I don't I didn't care too much for the Meerkat song. Um No, that's a
0: good song. Dig Eternal, nah. Dig Dig Eternal. Quick before the Hyena comes <laughs> Mate. We've got me talking about Disney. And we're only a couple of minutes in. This ain't good. This ain't good. Now as we have been away a couple, for a couple of weeks, before we get into the actual podcast itself, let's uh, talk about what we have actually been up to over the last a uh, uh, couple of weeks. Um, primarily gaming. What have you, what have you been playing?
1: I've uh, been playing a bit of turtles and a bit of Sonic Origins. How have you been going?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's not too different, really, is it? Uh, no, actually, I've been playing. Um, I've been playing both of those. Um, I've got I've got addicted again to Lumines on the Switch. I'm playing a lot of Lumines, uh, which is always good. Always good time. And
1: I've been. Collecting copious amounts of vinyl and um, in the solitude of my game room, which has been very, very therapeutically. That, um, that warm crackle of the vinyl. There's there's nothing quite like uh, sticking on uh, Iron Maiden's Power Slave and having to jump up mid-play because the second-hand record you bought has got like, and therefore it skips over a certain thing. But hearing Aces High in full analog fidelity is quite something. And I'd recommend it to anyone uh, if you uh, are able to, because vinyl, is still very much alive
0: so with um you know the vinyl that you've got i don't know what other genres and that you you've got in there obviously you've got some video game music and you've got some classic heavy rock stuff as well is there any particular genre that you you like collecting the most Uh, as in Um, you like listening to the most because i think collecting i like collecting video game soundtracks but i don't necessarily always listen to video game soundtracks for me listening it's about the hip-hop i love listening to hip-hop on
1: so for me i'm i'm you know when you hear when you ask people what's your favorite uh, what's your favorite type of music and they say oh I like a bit of everything um, I really hate it when they clearly don't and if nah. you played them some Cradle of Filth I think they'd be having words with you yeah yeah, yeah exactly it, I, I, it's I, what people
0: that are not that interested in music say
1: yeah um, but for me I've got I, I like to think I've got quite an eclectic taste so I've got some Nine Inch Nails in there which is one of my favorite bands I've got Faith No More in there. Yeah, recently picked up a specials record, uh, some Bob Marley, um, some Elton John, um, classic rock, and I think the older the songs are, the better they sound because they are clearly made for that format. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although I've been, I've been enjoying some stuff from Billy Talent recently, like oh, Crisis nice. of Faith, which is mm. a great album. Um, yeah, uh, I, yeah I, I do fun. like the
0: old warmth sound. Uh, you, you can definitely hear that. Like, so I've got a vinyl that's literally called Sex and um it's a compilation vinyl uh from the the music that was found on the jukebox at Vivian Westwood's like punk rock shop that she had in London in the I want to say the 70s if you watch the Sex Pistols documentary like the whole first episode is based in this shop and i've got the vinyl based on that shop because that was the music found in there so it's all like it's good classic punk but mixed with motown it's a really really good good soundtrack and that sound yes. on vinyl it's it's so warm. It's really, really nice.
1: Yeah, it's like um, I remember like there's there's a there's a album I'd like to own, but also one of those really weird like compilations that I don't think ever got released on vinyl. It was a, a CD called Miles of the Eighties, right? And it's got one of the biggest like mix of like popular songs of the time and um, some album tracks. So it had like Bat Out of Hell was mm-hmm. on there. Um, you had Adam and the ant stand and deliver, which nice. is an absolute banger. um journey, uh, who's crying now, which is not the first song you think of when you think journey no. and uh, some some Gloria Estefan, um you know, I can't stay away from you. I would love to have that on vinyl because that CD is incredibly nostalgic to me, and that is the kind of sound. The, the kind of sound i want to replicate with my speaker setup it's just yeah it's really weird the kind of stuff i love listening to, but um i'll tell you what on the yeah, uh, opposite oh, heavy metal yeah yeah
0: on the opposite end i've got a um a vinyl you'd like actually i've got the uh soundtrack on vinyl uh for crank 2 which is a uh, old mic platoon going yes. mental. it's yes, got like I weird like uh ice cream truck sounds in the middle of it and it, it's so bizarre You put that on, you're like, what is going on here? What am I listening to? And it looks beautiful. Really nice splatter effects. Enjoy the ride records, that is. We've gone fully into vinyl talk here, uh, records and stuff. And this is the Retro Gaming Podcast. Go on, go, go, go. One
1: one last thing. The one thing I'm really torn about right now is that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredders Revenge. So you can see how this is a segue. Yeah, nice, nice. uh, Because the soundtrack featured Mike Patton of course mm-hmm. singing the turn of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles theme song which we couldn't say last time even though we already knew it um, yeah 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 at the time we last spoke about it but my god my god does he sound disinterested with that song but at the same oh, do you time think? I, yeah, a little bit yeah I don't think it's he's, too
0: bad I think it's alright
1: he, he sounds like he's like jumped into an irish bar and everyone's singing along and they're like going come on join in join in uh teenage mutant details. and it's just it's kind of like that but at the same time it's like patton the guy is a legend um, yeah oh so yeah i mean I, honestly
0: I, for me i don't yeah. know why you'd have him on there um like yeah it's nice to have a record with mike, mike patton with like um turtles on there and stuff like that but it didn't really bring anything except the fact that his yeah. name was on there. You know, like they had that guy, um, and I'm forgetting his name. Is it Q Metal, the, 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 the YouTuber that actually did one of the rock tracks in the game? It was like a, a, a track that he worked with, with T Lopes. If they together made the theme tune, it would have actually been, it would have, I, I think it would have made more sense. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. So you've been playing, you've been playing Turtles, uh, Sonic Origins a you finding that because we haven't reviewed it so we'll quickly talk about it now before we get into this
1: (laughs) right so um,
0: you you, so instantly it sounds like you hate it
1: no i don't hate it Um i gave it a seven on my uh playstation Mm -hmm. because you're still talking about four of the best games of all time yes Yes. be honest we are still talking about those however the things that it subtract really take away from most notably those three songs, from the Sonic 3. music. So, there if anyone that watched my live
0: stream, you'll it. see how upset I was when I realised it was those tracks yeah. that were me. Mm. Uh, two of those three were like irreplaceable, but they were replaced. So
1: if, <laughs> if you don't, if you are listening at home and you don't watch streams as a as like a, a creed or a or a thing, um, I was watching Dan play through Sonic Origins for the first time the other day, uh, last Thursday to be precise, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched in his dismay and my somewhat delight. Um, of um, him experiencing Carnival Night Zone changing um, before his very ears, and it was just truly, truly awful. Um, but my favourite quote would be when he turned around and said, oh, it's okay. Once this level is over, I get back to listening to the real music. I cannot wait for Ice Cap Zone. And <laughs> I think everyone who knew just put a that cringe face on I, I actually remember I got nights.
0: worried after I said that. Because I looked at the numbers and they started to go up and I was like, People are waiting. People know what's about to happen and I'm like, please don't change this
1: (laughs) And then after Ice Cap you were like go, Right, the paid is over and then launch base started. Yeah. Because the first half of the game
0: was like perfect, all like normal music. Yeah. Like the, the 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 OG soundtrack.
1: Yeah. It's it's mad. Um, mike towns in the chat is saying grizzly's child will grow up with these as the real tracks for the levels scary future no that is absolutely something that's (laughs) not going to happen behind me are like at least 10 copies of that game which have the correct soundtrack we're good we are good.
0: I remember when that <laughs> when we was doing the ice cap one. So what what's beautiful about the ice cap zone in the original Sonic and Knuckles, Sonic Three and Knuckles, is um, or just Sonic Three. Uh, so he jumps into the level and it's got this beautiful transition where he jumps in, he hits his skateboard, and he goes down the slopes for slopes uh, for a little bit while you hear that amazing the Jetsons music down now 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 and it's just beautiful as it comes in there doo-doo-doo, really really nice stuff um and obviously you don't hear that you hear this really watered down literally sounds like it's drowning i think you you said that didn't you uh yeah. rendition of the original demo music that was used for the for the prototype um uh, it, it's a bad version of the original song, uh, and I remember when it when he falls down. For people that remember, so he falls down, and then some snow lands on top of him, and he's sort of buried under the snow. And what you need to do is push a jump button to jump out of the snow. And I remember people in the comment section were like, <laughs> "Just leave him buried." <laughs> yeah, just,
1: just, just leave him in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. I don't know why they did that, um, because the original beta tracks, if you had presented them as they were, I think things would have been smoothed over pretty quickly. I think people could have gotten to like those a bit more, but they just, ab- Jun just, Noe, just, as much as I love his like Sonic Adventure soundtracks, because let's just face it, the most important fundamental thing... About Sonic is no matter how bad the game is, the soundtrack rocks. Sonic
0: 06, okay? like arguably one of the worst, or most notably one of the worst, one of the best fucking songs of any Sonic game ever made. Like the lead track for that is wicked. Totally. The His yeah. world then, track's so good.
1: And, and then you have bowling for soup doing like End of Possibility <laughs> <for> Sonic <laughs> <Yeah. Elite. laughs> Legendary, it's the best bowling for soup song ever, and that's a really low bar usually. Oh, yeah, but it's fantastic. But um and I, they I think
0: they even they would agree with that, you know. <laughs> they know what they <laughs> <Yeah>. are. <laughs>
1: um, and then they, they arguably, the most important game, that that essentially the game that cemented that as a fact has been besmirched in such a way. Mm-hmm. And I don't use that word often, but besmirched is per- a perfect way to describe it, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, it's just, just awful. If they, if no, they made I mean, a
0: Sonic 06 soundtrack, that would sell out instantly. It's a bloody good soundtrack.
1: It is, yeah, and a really, terrible
0: right. game. That's like the best soundtrack world, ever made yeah. for the worst game. That's got to be yeah, the, like... the that's got to be the most polar opposite of any game I can think of. Surely there isn't a game out there of, that plays worse but sounds better. I don't. So, know Crisis
1: they... City is the one that sticks out to me when that when they did that in Sonic Generation, did that level just for the first time with that music. It was just like a match made in heaven. Made me want to play it over and over. Yeah, yeah so yeah. good yeah but yeah, yeah, midi music forever is uh questioning why i gave it a seven out of ten um because they still
0: are, are the greatest games available. and they do play nicely
1: they play really nicely um yes they did mess up on a few little aspects but you have to understand only a person or you know all, only the people that has been like indoctrinated to sonic fan base the issues like the added spikes in um in is it flying battery i can't don't know if it's flying battery or no marble zone. Um, there was some extra spikes added there. Um, and then just like little glitches that have been introduced, such as like if you outrun Robotnik and Labyrinth Zone at the end jump on the capsule, then you can accidentally die to his like air jets and things. The average player, um, the average like game. I, I would say over
0: 90% of people wouldn't notice that. Yeah. <laughs> wouldn't notice those issues. And and you know, like I, I generally did get to see my son playing Sonic the Hedgehog 2 and it's a game that does still hold up. The thing is with retro okay. games, for the most part, I look at my shelf and I would say really only about a quarter of the Mega Drive games I can see up there hold a candle to the sort of games that are made nowadays in the indie scene. The indie scene is so well made nowadays and people that actually uh, look at the old games as inspiration and in a lot of cases improve on them. There are but there are that still those those few there's few and far between games. The Sonic games, the original Sonic games are, are those. The original Streets of Rage games are those. There, there, there's plenty of others as well. But um, yeah, they, they, they still hold up and they're still brilliant to play. And I think the original Sonic games are those games that no matter what generation you grew up with, they're still just fun, fun, brilliant games. Um, yeah. Yeah. And uh I think yeah, for that alone it's worthy of a, at least a seven in my opinion. There's there's a f- i f I've got the Steam version because there's a few things I want to fix. The music um is the, the main one and it isn't as crisp as Sonic Mania. It, it has it has yeah. a slight soften to it, which can be fixed with mods. Uh add those two things and you've arguably got the best way to play the in my opinion, the greatest game ever made.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: Mm. No Sonic Fighters, two out of ten.
1: <laughs> so yeah, the, the the question is like, if you were to make Sonic Origins,
0: we will get to the topic soon, guys. By the way, we've it's been we're, a while. It's been a while. We're catching up.
1: Yeah, yeah. If you were to make a Sonic Origins two, briefly discussed DVD extra scene, we're kind of like, oh, let's actually talk about it here. Let's talk about it. Um, what would you put in there? Because, you know, there's so many glaring omissions, the Sonic Origins. Mm-hmm. And I, I reasoned it as, like, they, they didn't remaster Sonic 3D or Knuckles Chaotic because nobody cares about those games. But I would love it if there was a Sonic collection that just handled the stuff that's never been re-released. Like Sega but Sonic. it's not going
0: to do... Uh, it, it will do well, what am I saying? It's got the blue hedgehog's face on it, but...
1: All you need is a marquee title to be put in there. So put in like one of the 3D games, Sonic 3D could be one of them. Uh, you could stick on, as in the isometric
0: Sonic one you're talking about. Uh,
1: yeah, and just say like this is the ultimate Sonic's ultimate Master System Game Gear and Oddity. I think people will be all up, all up for that because there's a lot of people that grew up the Master System games that just do not get the representation they need. Mm. Imagine if you could widescreen those eight-bit titles, maybe maybe even 16-bit or Sonic Mania them. People yeah. have been doing that for years. That'd be a hell of a lot of fun. That's that's a whole subset of a massive franchise. Yeah, it's just completely uncated. See, I'd love it.
0: I would have been. I, I I feel like this collection should have been the Mega Drive games as a whole, uh, yeah. including uh, and obviously you got CD on there, but including Knuckles: Chaotix. So what it's missing is Knuckles: Chaotix, Mean Bean Machine, uh, and 3D. There's no other ones I'm missing, is there? I think it's just those.
1: Uh, yeah, that's that's it. You got Mean Bean Machine, of course. Yeah, yeah mean,
0: Bean, yeah, mean Bean. Yeah, Mean Bean. Knuckles, Chaotix, uh, um, and and yeah, and 3D. Like, I don't think it would have been hard if you added all of those. That would have that would have and felt board. like an. Oh, of course. Sorry. Yeah, uh, that would have felt like a complete collection. Yeah. It would have felt good, and and I understand that all four of those games are not as good as the four games that are already on there, but it just would have felt like a proper collection. Um,
1: yeah. Oh man, you know, some people are saying in the chat, and I agree agree with this, make make it like a handheld collection, where you've got all of your 8-bit games, you've got the Sonic Advance series, you've got Sonic Pocket Adventure. Now that is a really well curated selection. Mm. Stick Sonic Rush in there. Sonic Rush Adventure, The advanced games. See, game.
0: yeah, I feel like the yeah. next Origins selection would be more 2D titles in the ori- with Advance and all that sort of stuff. Because I think the advanced games are freaking awesome.
1: They are, yeah. I really and like they, the they, advanced games. They were the first true, like, new Sonic games for, made for Nintendo. It, like it, yeah, so. it made
0: me buy... Um, I, I didn't buy many Game Boy Advance games, even though I had a Game Boy Advance. Uh, almost none, but I went out and got that. I, I've got it up there, actually. Sonic 1 and 2. I didn't get free, but I, I've... Yeah. Um... But then after that, that's when it gets tricky. When you get to Sonic Origins 3, yeah, that's when it gets tricky. You can't, you, 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 what, well, you know, Sonic Adventure 1, 2, but also Black Knight, no, uh, maybe. No, uh, yeah. It, yeah, it gets all weird. Like, where'd you go? And you've got all these weird control schemes. Do you want to put Sonic 4 in there? It's, it goes all, all odd there. It's just like, I think you keep it 2D with these origin packs. Um, yeah,
1: nobody, nobody wants to chuck Sonic. 4. Let's just face it.
0: <laughs> it weren't that bad. It was just, completely forgettable. It didn't play I just heard horrifically. I
1: music on that game recently. Oh,
0: God. I didn't it, think that was it, that bad, if I'm honest.
1: Well, uh, did you ever hear the Super Sonic? Um, yeah, 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 I mean, I, I, I completed... Uh,
0: you know what? I don't think I ever played for episode two. I definitely... I've got them. I completed episode one. That was the first mm-hmm. game I ever played on my HD telly when I
1: finally got one. Oh, wow. That must have been somewhat disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> My first one was uh, Pixel Junk. I was blown away by just how crisp everyone's. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a good game. Yeah. Sh- shall we talk topics?
0: Let's talk topics. Let's talk topics. Let's I don't know how long topic. we've been recording here, but uh, yeah, guys. So uh, this is The Slopes, guys. It's normally where we talk about uh, actual gaming topics rather than just have a chit-chat. We've had our little chit-chat now, which turned into a big chit-chat. Let's actually talk about video game topics, of which we have six, as usual. And as usual, Grizzly is going to talk us through the go.
1: Alrighty, so this week on the Slopescast, we're going to be talking about Sega announcing more games for the Mega Drive Mini 2. Then we're going to talk about Atari reaching the ripe old age of 50 and the new retro game collection that they're putting together, which features a staggering 90 games, Um, the world's first NFT gaming console uh, called Polium. Basically, a third world disease. We'll um, get to slating we'll, it soon.
0: We'll get to slating it soon.
1: <laughs> oh, I can't wait. Um, then we're going to talk about Return to Monkey Island. Uh, the 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 bad fan reaction, and let's just face it, I'm talking specifically about bad fans, um, and the other stuff from the Nintendo like, Nintendo Direct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fan buys 40k worth of Nintendo shares to ask about F Zero. Maybe not the only. One. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the Steam Deck poshed downgrade. Um, that
0: indeed, indeed. So, uh, topic one. Topic one. It's topic one time. It's time to chat about the Mega Drive Mini two. You getting one?
1: No, no. I didn't. I didn't buy the first one. To be fair, it's not. Don't get me wrong. I love the Mega Drive. I love having Mega Drive stuff it's completely adorning the shells behind but that's exactly what i like about the mega drive i like having that nostalgic connection to it Mm -hmm. and a console shaped like a mega drive that has a bunch of emulation on it it's nice but it's not what i really want yeah you know i'd much rather pick up a cartridge stick it in the thing and then play along um this is a nice collectible, I've got to say. Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. Little the little f- little the little
0: first collectible was really nice as well. I got um, uh, I got the UK one sent to me, but by that point, I'd already pre-ordered the Japanese one. And then I spent a load of extra money as well, getting the little attachment to make it look like a, a fake Mega CD underneath. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I was fully cool. part of the hype. It, it, it's, it's a beautiful little collectible, uh, but that's what it is. It's not a system I play almost. I mean, I haven't turned it on in over a year. Guaranteed, it's... On a shelf that's, I, I have to get on a on a chair to to get stuff off. It's really high. <laughs> um, I have very high ceilings. I'm not a short person. Uh, well, not too yeah. short. Um, yeah. Hey, it's okay. Um, I mean. It, 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 Just like the last one, they did a really good job, Sega. Uh, I believe last time there was 40 games plus two exclusive. Uh, This time there's going to be 50. Uh, This one is modelled after the Mega Drive 2. We've already got a load of games they've announced for it. And now we've got more. So if I, uh, while that loop gets in there, um, of which there is a fair few. Uh, Yeah, here we go. So we've got Night Striker, uh, Starblade. Ninja Warriors is a brilliant one. Very good. Loving that. Outrun, so this is where it gets awesome. weird. It is a classic, but the Mega Drive version isn't that good, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but hey, that's going to be on there. Uh, it will be nostalgic to people because that'll be the version they played for the most part for quite a lot oh, of for it, sure. Yeah, but yeah. it's not a good version to play. Uh, Splat House 2, great game. Uh, Nadia, the secret of the blue water. This is where we start getting into weird Japanese JRPG stuff that I just don't really know anything about. Um, yep, this is one of now, those I'll- things.
1: It's quite possible that this game will change for the Western release. We confirmed this latest uh, drop of this. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, um,
0: Mega Panel. It's just a puzzle game, but it's a good puzzle game. One I wanted to pick up recently is it's creeping yeah. up in value actually, uh, as is all Mega girl. Drive yeah. games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, puzzle and in action. Incident R. Uh, good game, really good game. I actually own that one. Nice. Uh, it's kind of like a, uh, I suppose a warrior a very small WarioWare type game. But it's good fun. It's good fun. Good good multiplayer game. Columns 3 is a brilliant version of Columns. Arguably better, but it doesn't have the original Columns music. So is it really? Uh, Star Mobile is actually a new game um, that's come for the Mega Drive. I think it's one of these titles that not many people realized that was, going, was ever going to have a port for the Mega Drive. Because it's a game that already exists in the world of... Um, uh, Sharp X68000 I've actually got some footage here, I'll play for people uh, Here we go, this is the Sharp X68000 version, there was a PC Engine one which I think was the most popular um, There's very little to say about it in all honesty, it's kind of like a puzzle game um, It's all done on weights, you drop stars on a on a pendulum and try and get them to balance out
1: uh, It's kind of like a justice scale that you need to balance, kind of weird it, It's, you know Hey, it'll
0: be fine it'll be a good pick up and play game for a short amount of time i'm glad that we finally get to see that it was something that existed mega drive game that we didn't really know about hey it's a thing yeah it's a thing they also announced this didn't they
1: yeah (laughs) so ridiculous (laughs) so the uh yeah i'm kind of yeah the cyber stick uh which is a great little add-on that i believe only ever came out in japan Mm-hmm. um but it was it was designed for like arcadey games like Afterburner 2 yeah primarily use the game
0: for the sharp x68000 if i'm not
1: mistaken that's right yeah so there's going to be a bunch of games which are designed to be played with this thing um but, but bear in mind that there are only 50 games going to be more for the mega drive mini 2 so it's I, I don't want them to focus too much on those that will work with only the Cyberstick or yeah. be better with the Cyberstick. I don't really know if Star Mobile really needs a control. Yeah, it's, it's a
0: bit of an odd one, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. It kind of gives me still Battalion vibes, but hey, it's... And it is a collective which people will absolutely foreknow. And typically, I would, but obviously, priorities are shifting, so...
0: <laughs> it's... um. <laughs> I tell you that the, the exciting thing about this is, like I say, it's a collectible that already exists. But yeah. um, <clears throat> this version's going to hopefully, going by the so. previous one, be a USB device. So something yes. that you may be able to use online uh, on, on your PC, um, I, which is where it does get playing. exciting.
1: I can, I can see people playing Star Wars Squadron and yeah.
0: yeah, or even sure. the more definitive version of Afterburner, the arcade version via main. Now, this. Is where it actually gets quite exciting. Uh, because Afterburner 2 isn't the greatest game in the world. It's actually a very, uh, uh, it's quite a nice follow on that's like a Mega Drive version of, you know, uh, kind of a follow on from the original Afterburner. Um,
1: but they did the same with Space Harrier. They, they made yeah. it a sequel as opposed to the arcade one, so people didn't argue that it was wrong or different.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I suppose, actually, thinking about it, you would be able to use this on the original Mega Drive Mini, uh, which does have that space harrier game on plus i'm sure other ones you know i'm like hey we can maybe get some thunder blade on there
1: super thunder blade i'm
0: actually you know what i'm i'm saying it now that will be on the mega drive mini 2 if it isn't on the mega drive mini 1
1: yeah it's got to be surely
0: it's not a good game (laughs) (laughs) super thunder blade isn't good the arcade version is better not a lot better but it's better uh obviously but really for me it's all going to be about the playing this using this with mame if it's usb based which i'm sure it will be uh you know like i'm sure it will be i'm sure it will be um i mean we're talking so yeah afterburner space harrier uh yeah th- th- burning those sort- force.
1: Yeah. yeah burning force has got to be on there even some um, 2d
0: things like your fantasy zones and stuff like that although that there you go. There's a game that's coming out for this. We're getting a, a port of Fantasy Zone. That's the other exclusive title for this.
1: Um, that's right, yeah.
0: And that isn't one of the titles that's showing that works for this. I mean, maybe it just will anyway.
1: Oh, I'm sure it emulates the, uh, the D-pad and buttons. There's not much you could do with a Mega Drive pad, that's to be fair.
0: Or it, it, you may actually be able to use this as a <laughs> uh, some genuine flight uh, simulator related stuff. Yes. Who knows? That'd be cool. That'd Who knows? Be cool. But hey, there you go. There's not really much else to say there. An- another g- a load of games. You'll probably hear us talk about an- the next load of games in the coming weeks. Um, and it's actually quite exciting to see what comes out on this thing. Hopefully I get one. Um, we'll see. I'm I, I Like you, my, my priorities have slightly shifted. Um, big holiday incoming, and I've just bought a Steam Deck. <laughs> so I'm really trying to lower down what I'm spending at the moment. Nah. There you go.
1: Just keep that spending going. Maybe not. Maybe I'll take it with you. <laughs> Let's
0: talk about Atari. We we we, yes. we don't really really talk bad about Atari, but I got to say
1: we don't really talk well about him either. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, this don't look too shabby though, does it?
1: It doesn't. I'll tell you what. This is how you do a retro. Okay. Mm. I mean, if it, if it so, comes
0: out looking like the the trailers teasing, yeah, I agree.
1: So there's yeah, we we do talk a lot of crap about it because we. uh, you know, Atari's like business in three divisions, each seem to, seeming to disagree about what Atari actually is. you got some people trying to sell Atari coins, which is basically their cryptocurrency, um, which Soldier Boy thought he owned Atari because he bought a lot of. So ridiculous. Um, it's so funny. Um, and then you've got the, the retro gaming sense. It's just really floundering. I mean, you had those great uh, Jaguar game re-release on, uh, on uh, Fun Stock, but let's just face it, who owns a Jaguar and who is willing to spend money on a brand new Jaguar game in box these days? It's very niche. It, it's more expensive yes. buying them like the old cartridges, that's for sure. They are shooting up in
0: price. I mean, they have been for years anyway. Well, expensive console to play the Atari Jaguar.
1: Yeah, for sure. And one thing that really gets me as well is that Atari games, not so great on the emulation state. Let's just face it. They're very rudimentary, very basic, mm. um, and it's not necessarily something you want to look back on. However, Atari 50 is doing everything right. Yeah. So they're bringing back the Jaguar games. Uh, they, they're giving you a bunch of, um, in this. Um, they showed a bit off in the trailer. That itself is isn't the list.
0: exciting bit, though, because you can get them yeah. in 700 other collections.
1: yeah. Uh, Well, not
0: Jaguar games, that's for sure. Yeah, that's it, yeah. We're talking about the old 2600 and even moving into the 5200. But yeah, the fact that we're actually getting a bit more of a, a... Not a complete collection, but like a bit more of a widespread showcase of their entire history yeah that's where it gets exciting
1: i'm seeing pong breakout in this like not the two separate games as in like a mixture of the two you got developer commentaries uh you got developer into interviews and loads of things going off on the screen here which is just looks like it's been curated specifically for this thing mm-hmm. you get more than 90 games that is Absolutely crazy. And from what I saw from that little snippet of Jaguar stuff, it looks to be like the Jaguar stuff is a warts and all collection. And that's, I I love it. Yeah. Brands do that.
0: That's what we were saying about Sonic Origins, you know, like. You need to show off what the origin of Sonic was. You know, you've got these greatest games ever made, but there are some proper stinkers. Get them in there to show off what the the, the, the true origin was. And that seems to be what they're doing here. On top of that, they are actually adding in a few reimagined versions. So my issue with Atari games is they're incredibly hard to go back to and play. There are obviously some good standout titles, but for the most part, playing something like Tank, it's not fun. It's why I was actually interested in what was going on with the Amico originally you know because these are going to be new versions of old games like that and i get really excited about them because for the most part they are incredible games but they've just been done better these days uh this looks like it's going to be new reimagined versions of classic games in some instances i mean you know, it's primarily things like your pong and stuff like that but um that for me is one of the major selling points along with uh, a little history session um kind of like your sonic jam theater and it looks like to be quite a nice little collection of uh people that worked on those games giving interviews obviously going to be exclusive to this um yeah i mean you know with my channel and whatever else that's obviously <laughs> exciting for me
1: i just saw missile command 3d fight for life Cybermorph from the jaguar selection there yeah um i hope they have bubsy fractured furry Tales in there that would complete it completely uh what i is if they release a like collector's edition with like the Atari VCS controller, but for a console I actually care about, um, like the PS5 <laughs> or the Xbox. Yeah, the VCS or, is you know, crap, but that controller, controller. controller, beautiful. Yeah, and like one of those paddle controllers, so you can actually play Breakout properly. I, I would love that. Yeah. In fact, the VCS controller is part paddle, part stick, isn't it?
0: Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. So. And it's got two yeah, buttons on that. it
1: rather than maybe free actually
0: it's where your fun would normally click on the on the button there's actually one on the side as well and it feels completely natural it's really nice i I think it's like the best thing about the vcs i mean it doesn't have a it hasn't got it's not it's not a high bar but yeah it's still very nice
1: yeah give me one of those in a collector's edition i'll buy it i i think this is something that should absolutely be you know supported because as much as i don't like atari as a business or you know necessarily gaming output because just face it um i grew up in Are spoiled as being a british kid you know with the microcomputers of the era that you know we didn't have we absolutely did not have that video game crash that everyone keeps talking about and thinking that is real for everyone Mm -hmm. um the atari wasn't really anything for us over here so um it's it's great to actually have like a genuinely well you know what looks like a well curated collection with a bunch of stuff that yes it might be a bit rubbish in parts but I kind of that, like that's the history. Move there. Yeah, you got to have that. It's important.
0: Agreed. No, I, I, you know, first time in ages, Atari have done a collection that I'm actually excited about.
1: Yeah, definitely. Majorly,
0: and uh, they, they are. You know, we we shit on them sometimes, but they are a super important, one of the most important. If not the most important video game company ever, when it comes down to the history of video games, um, they're up there with the Nintendos and stuff for what they have done. Uh, so this is a nice way to show up. This is this is what we want to see more of. Not a seventy-pound version of Yars' Revenge. We don't, you know, we don't want to see uh, yet again fifty Atari two thousand six hundred games. So many times on the play on a PlayStation Four collection. I remember when I picked that up. And there's a volume one and a volume two. Like seriously, you could fit all of these collections onto one volume and still have almost all of the data left on that disc. Uh, <laughs> you do not need to, to spread them apart. Uh, and I remember on the back of the box, it said it was PlayStation 4 Pro Enhanced. I'm like, really? In Tori 2600 games, Pro Enhanced. Are you mean, being... oh, it's, it's so ridiculous, but this yeah, is a nice exactly way of doing it.
1: Are you enhancing? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, yeah. the the gradient on the blocks
0: you know Um, i talk about this a lot i need to i need to look into this what are the yeah what's in the pro enhanced section that i need to find that out because it's probably who knows. it's it's so stupid so stupid thank you very much freak child for sending the likes right let's uh let's move on from atari it's it's, so far it's been a positive podcast so far positive and let's (laughs) keep that going with the oh no oh no It's about to go downhill, guys.
1: It, it most certainly is. Right, who's heard about this one, the Uh Well,
0: normally when we say there's a new console coming, it's good yes. news.
1: Not today. Yeah, not today. We do like we do like new new hardware. There's <laughs> there's something to be really excited about. There's something to really get invested in, isn't there, Dad? Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> sorry old habits uh yeah the podium is absolutely a console that will never actually ever be made uh it's a complete pipe dream for people to have no interest in what will actually want from something uh so the podium is the world's first nft enabled game console i guess it's the second one because the amico comes first yeah this this is the one that puts the nfts up front and center and in typical nft fashion it doesn't explain itself in any which way as to how that's going to work. All that's telling us, all these the podium guys are telling us, is that NFTs are enabled. You'll be able to play, uh, play to earn, and this is being made on several blockchains, and that is relevant and exciting to like five.
0: There, yeah. there are there are there are a, a community of people that like this stuff. You know what this. This is nothing but good news to because bring this system out, please. This is this is free content for my channel. It really is. Yes. yes.
1: Um And please, please, please leverage Sony and let them release Ape Escape for this thing. Please. That would be poetic, <laughs> to say the least. Uh have you noticed something about the logo, Dan?
0: Yeah, it looks a little bit similar to a um uh, yeah, it
1: looks <laughs> a little bit similar. Uh a lot of people will say gamecube but in fact there's an asset library uh called polygon uh, which uses the exact same logo oh apparently this God. logo is available as an asset on multiple marketplaces so oh these guys God. do not own it um it's been quite funny what twitter uh reacts because they're saying oh no the logo is definitely unique in the GameCube was done this way. We've done Polem this way, and then all of the evidence came out saying that this is actually just a stolen logo from various, uh, you know, Polygon resources. And they go, okay, we're changing. Imagine, right? If Sony, Sega, or any other console manufacturer—hell, even Television Amico uh, in television—came out and said, right, here's our brand new console, everyone, be really excited about it, like, and then they go. Oh, on second thoughts, we're going to change that. We'll be back in. (laughs) Can you imagine that? So stupid. Um, So let's just face it the nft thing it's like a, how long is a piece of string thing it always has been uh one thing I do know is that the nft marketplace has been plummeting in value um there's been a lot of uh, content being taken off like things like uh, open like even board apes have been you know delisted from the platform that yeah. are owned by people mm-hmm. so it's not looking good for nfts in general so this just seems like a callous um, like out of the blue completely unnecessary thing that isn't going to take any kind of like it's not going to take any kind of stance in anything and i also think that people should be fundamentally opposed to anything that says it's 4k un- up to 120 frames per second yeah and by the way the controller has a wallet button
0: yeah let's i mean everything about it is so so made up. As someone that looks at... I mean, I mean, everyone knows it's made up,
1: but as
0: someone that looks yeah. at a lot of kick scammers, um, you can see when something is just made up. Um, fingerprint sensitive scanner. Touchpad. It has the wallet button to quickly access your wallet whilst in a game. Uh, haptic feedback. Headphone jack to voice chat. Sensitive touchpad. Can you see the sensitive touchpad? I can't see the sensitive touchpad. Is it like the, the Vita where you've got a pointless one on the arse of it?
1: No, 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 you you got it. You got to yell nasty words at it, and it cries. It, it cries, then control the game. It's it's a really sensitive touchpad. <laughs> I like it. Um, so yeah, um, when's this
0: when's this coming out? Never, ever. Twenty twenty four reckon. the
1: roadmap. <laughs> Love the, the roadmap. roadmap. So you can stake your claim. Uh, you can do staking, which is like um, the Pi staking. I think. Like no, uh, d- I
0: like. The roadmap on these things. It's so ridiculous. Like, we're in a meeting. Like, okay, so we need to work out the roadmap and how this is all going to work. And, you know, we've got this set amount of money, whatever it may be, blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, that meeting can't have been long. That part of the meeting can't have been longer than half an hour where it's like, what 2024 polium one will say it comes out yeah that'll do go because there's no way you'd know
1: okay so pfp airdrop what does that mean what is pfp i've got to look it up
0: have a gander's on. so that that so people are listening in so the the the, the timeline oh that we're seeing God. here so it the polium pass that's now apparently then you've got pfp airdrop which is
1: profile picture airdrop those are the nfts right some of the nfts are the profile pics i.e the little shitty sorry i i know we don't swear on slopes no we I, are today to say it. yeah you know nft standing for nasty fucking things um the no profile thanks. picture is going to be like those crappy little um like monkey right that we keep seeing they're they're going to be selling these the pre-order extra aren't they
0: stacking in 2022 can you explain that
1: staking i'm assuming staking, that's gonna sorry. be like an, an investment yeah investment part of it <laughs> <that>.
0: <laughs> kickstarter incoming you know it is <laughs> um uh, oh my god claim. this is just I, it's free content for me it's free content um game tag claim in 2023 it just says 2023 somewhere between january 1st december 31st game
1: tag we notice that front loaded on everything is how mu- how you can spend money on the console before it actually um like gets anywhere into development so you got Polium pass what is Polium pass i think uh do you think that's gonna be some sort of a subscription or pre order or you know incentive to buy. You got profile pick airdrop, which is probably gonna be like an upfront purchase of your avatar when you get your polium console. That's never gonna be made. You got staking, which Griffin has said in the chat: staking is an investment for crypto. He does it for a lot of the crypto he holds. So staking is all about, you know. I you know, I'm I'm not the person to ask about crypto. But yeah. Let's uh, let's have a little scan down. So 2023, SDK. So System development kit is going to be made in twenty twenty three. That's very uh, very optimistic. Uh, what's the release what date the release of the polium?
0: so twenty twenty four are the holders and then twenty twenty five the public.
1: Yeah, it's not not for a four K hundred and twenty frames per second ray trace device. That's all about the blockchain.
0: No. Uh what games will be available during the launch? We are currently in talks with multiple game developers. We will list the game on dis- the games on Discord in the launch library channel. So uh, one of my
1: favorite one of my favourite things about this is people have been point blank asking questions with the podium Twitter channels, asking what games are going to be available? Oh yeah, you're gonna have games that are available on this blockchain or this blockchain. Yeah, but yeah, but what games? Um they'll be announced in the Discord. Uh, don't you think that should be the first thing you're talking about? At least you know, saying we've got interest from this developer, or this developer. You know, Ubisoft wants to get involved, or Sega wants to get involved. No, no, it's all of these like little like cookie clicker games that are coming out of the woodwork, which are saying quickly, here's some amenities. You can earn money, kids, while playing this bloody little um like jackpot game, this loot pinata game. There's no substance to these things at all, and they. You know, if Amiko can't sell a console based on Cornhole, these guys have no chance.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Uh, we aim to build a high-performance console. The specs you see on the site are not confirmed until we have a functional prototype. Yeah, ain't that the truth? We are currently building the functional prototype. We will have a functional prototype in a few months. No, you won't.
1: Right, so Photography, who uh, I don't really see as much in the chat... Uh, it's been interesting to say the least. He says, "I've been in the Discord for uh, for this asking questions. It's been interesting to say the least. They have been working on this this thing for two weeks, aiming for a three hundred dollar target for a four K one hundred and twenty frames per second ray trace device." No idea what the specs will be. Design is purely placeholder, and they were asking for ideas. They think they'll get custom hardware from NVIDIA. Oh, say they're testing fo- out... Jeff fo- fo-
0: Photography. T- uh, please do uh, join our Discord. Um, uh, I want to talk to you about this. Um, yes, do that, please. I do want to talk to you about this. This is something that potentially I need to be working on a video or something with you, mate. Yeah. Um, you, you sound yeah. like you know your stuff. Carry on, carry on. I'm going to put the link yeah. to the Discord in a sec.
1: Say they're <coughs> testing out Jetson, Xavier, and have pre-ordered an Orin. Apparently these are AI-focused platforms not designed for gaming. Their prices are far above $300 and are tailor-made for object recognition AIs. It will be Linux-based, but looks like they're not looking at running any Proton equivalent. Proton is... uh I believe it's like an optimization platform uh, used by Steam for their Steam Deck to make certain games work better with the Steam Deck. I'm not 100% that, though. They're, they've admitted that they don't know if HDR ray tracing 8K will even be possible, despite the fact it's on their web, website. So that's three of their main marketing points dead. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah, um, this is an absolute out and out. I'm going to say it. Do you mind if I say it? Go for it. It's going to be a scam. If this ever goes up for pre-order, I will be severely disappointed in any of the Slopescast <laughs> listeners if they paid <laughs> money for it.
0: We <laughs> might be angry, just disappointed.
1: And you know what? If this somehow does come out, and in three or four, you know, ten years, let's just say, ten years it comes out, um, that's a that's a healthy way. I think they could probably achieve $300 with ray tracing at that point. Um, then uh, you, you're willing to throw that in my face. But I'm going to say it right now. This is a scam. It doesn't exist, and it never will be. Never will.
0: Wow. You heard it here, guys.
1: <laughs> oh, so I, I, I find it hilarious to the point of infuriation. Um, it's just... This has been... I, I feel like this has been to generate... It's certainly put these guys on the map for the wrong reason, but they've got publicity out of it. That's for sure. Um,
0: like I say, Foe, please do... If you haven't already... Uh get in on the discord message me because i want to chat to you about this
1: so uh fo- <clears throat> i've already fo- put i've already
0: put the link in there but um if you could just uh make yourself seen and i'll uh i'll, I'll get you added in this this is this is too good to, to, to pass up it's so stupid
1: proper juice yeah he said there's one more thing he was going to send us so do that in discord we will resume then Yeah, definitely
0: uh let's move on <laughs>
1: Yes. <laughs> anyway, I've uh, you know, two weeks without a podcast, I need that. Thank yeah. you, Podium, for that.
0: We've had a good thing. We've had a really good thing. We've had a stupid thing. And now we've got a... It's eh, time for another Amir, Nintendo Direct.
1: Amir with a bit of infuriation there. Uh, when we get to Monkey Island, no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, um, uh, overall, impressed? Yeah. It was okay.
1: It's a partner showcase. Yeah.
0: I must say... And I, as someone, for people watching on live, you'll be able to see what I'm pointing at right there. My almost 200 physical game collection for the Nintendo Switch um, isn't going to grow as much as it was now that I've got my Steam decking coming. So when I re-watch this, I'm just looking, oh, i have to go check that out because it will already be available on Steam. And I don't want to be that guy. But, um, yeah, I'm becoming that guy. Uh, but, yeah, hey. It was a partner showcase. There were some nice little things in there. There was a lot of stuff I didn't really care about. So we've got Monster Hunter Rise. Um it's a new Monster Hunter thing. Uh care about that? Nah. No. Nier Automata, the end of yeah, Euro edition. There are people out there that love those games. I'm one
1: of, I'm one of them. The soundtrack is, is immense. Oh, it is. Um, it is. The, the gameplay is fantastic, it's platinum at the height of their powers, uh, everyone should play it. If they haven't done so already, and if you haven't done so already, what's wrong with you? Go buy it on Switch. That's your pennant. Play it in, in 720p mode and 30 frames per second. That's what you get. Or you just buy the PS4 much better. <laughs> or Steam Deck. Um, yes, Lorelli and the Laser Eyes? Uh, this one looked a bit weird. It kind of like looked a bit grasshopper-ish, if you know what I mean by that. Like yeah. The, Lollipop Chainsaw Guys and, and Shadows of the Damned and Killer Seven. I think it could be interesting, and Anna Perna hasn't st- steered me wrong yet. Uh bear in mind those are the guys who made and Wild Hearts, one of my favourite games of that year. Uh intrigued, but uh not to the point where I'll be buying it at day one. Definitely on sale.
0: Yeah, it's uh definitely one I want to look at a little bit more. Uh got some good puzzle sort of things in there, obviously very, very artistic. Um it's interesting. Fairly interesting. I will be looking at it with my eyes.
1: Yeah. I like the little, <laughs> I like the polygonal, um, it's absolutely kind of like retro stylist in the proper stylistic way, not the, uh, we just want to make a retro looking game because nostalgia sells. It's actually got a function. Super Bomberman
0: R2. Um, how many more of these do we need? Like, it'll be good. It's obviously going to be a fun game. It's Bomberman. Um, yeah. I've got Super Bomberman R. And even though they've added a lot of content to that since, because it was one of the almost a launch game for me, actually, this was uh, when I bought my Switch. Um, They have added a lot to it. So, yeah, uh, but still, it does feel very, very bare bones, Super Bomberman are. So I just feel a bit like well, they could have just added this to that game and actually made oh. it a bit more complete.
1: Yeah so I love Bomberman. I I think it's one of the greatest series ever but here's the thing about Bomberman. If you try to do anything that isn't the standard Bomberman mode nobody cares. Yeah absolutely nobody cares and uh, they've already got Bomberman on. They don't really need another one so the gimmick of this one is that there's a multiplayer mode where you can have four people playing against one which is bizarre in my opinion. It's, It's kind of like they've Looked at everything that hasn't worked from multiplayer games recent, and in other words, you know, evolve is what I'm thinking. Of. Yeah. um Where you got the the four people chasing down a monster, and then they just went, you know what? We haven't tried that yet. Let's just stick it in. You think that they would just like make the one Bomberman game that has all of the modes they've created before? Obviously, they can't just put in the story mode. All of the all of the modes in one game, it, like Bomberman, you know. All in or something like that. I think people would go for that. I've got a pretty There's... hardcore bomberman collection
0: behind me, so I'll probably get that. I'll probably get that. Yeah, I
1: mean, yeah. yeah as I say, you can't go wrong with the classic bomberman the thing, but it is absolutely unique in the sense that if you tried anything else, then nobody.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, So we're also looking here at Mega Man. Um, you've got the new Mega Man uh, Battle Network Legacy Collection, which is actually going to be quite a big collection of games um, for the Game Boy Advance, I want to say. Uh, my yeah. Bomberman knowledge isn't the greatest. Um, another massive collection of games have got behind me, actually. Um, th- 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 they really are pumping like out these. these. Yeah, they really do, yeah. majorly.
1: Yeah, Capcom have been killing it for their retro collapse. I mean, they are ROMs in, in a gallery, but... It- people want to play these games again and you know what power to them because it's the kind of thing i want for sonic because these are all game boy Advance games um only available on that and, stupidly uh,
0: expensive because it's bomber um mega man
1: yeah so and they're they're not the greatest games you know it you know critically they didn't do particularly well but comm- you know for fans they love them so mm-hmm. they should absolutely do this for the sonic advance series i mean that is a, that
0: is Crush an absurd series. amount of games there one two three four five six seven eight nine ten <laughs> yeah
1: and these are all um to all rpgs so that's considerable amount of game for your cash
0: yeah i agreed i agreed i agreed so
1: yeah power to them yeah
0: do it. i probably won't pick this one up but um i prefer my my, my more platformy uh, mega man games but yeah. uh, definitely. uh Quite exciting. Uh for people that have watched the channel for a while know I'm a quite a big fan of the Pac-Man games. This is a Pac-Man World Repack Great name.
1: Yeah. I, I I absolutely love that they've done that me. Yeah. I wonder if that's Pac-Mom or Pac- Miss Pac-Man. No, they've they've changed
0: it, I believe. Which is a shame. Uh, I believe they yeah, have.
1: The you know, the the pun names I absolutely love. I wish that Fallout 4 was Fallout, as in the the number four and louts, <laughs> you know. Uh, more, more developers should take that idea serious and I'm glad that uh, Namco have done that for Repack. I have no frame of reference to this game by the way but I will say it looks kind of cool.
0: Yeah it's one of the better 3D platformers um, you know that went from 2D to 3D it, it, it does hold up. I had to play through a little bit of it for when I did my complete history and I was you know what I ended up playing it longer than I needed to uh, so yeah. that shows that it's still a good fun game um, yeah it, it's a cool game so seeing this I mean my, my sisters were huge fans and that actually there it is. There's the original copy right there. Um, so they saw this, and like I'm getting that because yeah, it's uh, it holds a lot of nostalgia. Good on them. It's, it's definitely yeah. the best of the 3D ones, I think. I think it plays the best. Um, two unlikely friends, one incredible journey. You've got some overly artistic uh, Bambi game.
1: Yeah. So I made the mistake misreading the names. The title is like stylized E L, and it's got the deer and the little dog thing like hugging. And I read it as bland, and I, I just laughed <laughs> and, like so loud. I will say, graphically, it looks really good, but it just screams about being too much about feeling not much else. Yeah. Um, in my opinion.
0: I feel um, like they're trying to do Journey a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for
0: sure. Yeah, I, I'll, be, I'll, I'll be interested to see the reviews for it. Uh, oh, should yeah. we? Skip over this. What's this? Return to...
1: <laughs> Let's leave this one for last. I've got a bone to pick for
0: okay, this Okay. We'll go back to that one. We'll go back to that. Oh, yeah. Mario and Rabbids Sparks of Hope. The first game was very good. My son loves it. Uh, it's essentially... Um, uh, what, XCOM. XCOM. X-com that's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, that first one was quite highly reviewed. And it's uh, one of the cheapest um, official Mario games that you can get for the swing. It's like a £10, £15 game, that first one. Um... Uh, my understanding of it the issue with the first one is the fact that it's easy for a very long time and then it gets hard um, yeah. yeah but uh hey uh, there's another one uh so that's good i'm i'm happy i'm happy
1: i never i never played the original uh, this one does look kind of cool like there's the odd like bout of like Really cool platform sections that I, I love the look of, and then they go real turn t- based. Yeah, and I just have no interest in that. So.
0: Yeah, not for me. Uh oh, anime stuff. Little Noah, Scorn of Paradise. Uh, okay, on. Yeah, just gonna move on. Oh no no no, this yeah. one's the platformer game. Oh yeah, it looks alright. Next, <laughs> <laughs> Railgrade does grade. look good. Railgrade looks quite fun. It looks like a um uh yeah like, like like some crazy resource management thing with trains where you've got to make these ridiculous worlds but it's one of those games i looked at and said i'm gonna get that for the steam deck because it will play so much better and the, i, I honestly i can tell you now guys unless they do some hardcore optimization that game is gonna chug on the switch Big time. Chugga-chugga-chugga-chugga. Uh,
1: yes. Oh, oh so why? Why, Dan? Why? I did it. Um, yeah, this one, it looks like it's an instruction manual. Um,
0: I, I get bit. addicted to games. like. It looks like it Factorio. Look,
1: it looks, like, fundamentally beautiful. Um, it looks interesting. Uh, I'll yeah. be curious to see uh, what it I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, I mean... It, I,
0: it's going to be one of those things at the back. You're just going to zoom out and go, look at my world. This is insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah it'll be good fun.
1: I'll tell you what. It kind of reminds me of the, those rendered like Command & Conquer like train tracks and you know, scenery. Yeah, You've know, yeah. scene, seen Command & Conquer, <laughs> but actually animated and controllable, which looks kind of cool in my opinion. Yeah, I'm actually quite excited. It's probably the game I'm most excited for on here. Uh, you've got an RPG
0: game. I don't normally stop on RPG games, but the way this one's actually done looks quite cool. Um, um, a mix between... Uh, kind of like paper mario but basically the whole thing's done in a notebook uh and they bring yeah. in things with erasers and pencils um, erasers sorry i'm british rubbers uh they've got all these clever little things to make it look like you you, you can you can mess around with it comic zone the rpg kind of but yeah, i'm actually quite excited to see how that one plays i'm i probably won't get it but um one i'm definitely going to keep an eye on at least um yeah uh, like I just saw your stats there were going up with a calculator that was brought in on the side and stuff. Oh yeah, it's really cool actually. I think that's quite
1: cool. Yeah, that that is clever. I do like the look of it, but aesthetically, yeah, aesthetically it looks great. Um, gameplay wise, but it's yeah. really hard to tell from video. So I'll uh, I'll wait and see.
0: Here we go. We got some footage of Sonic Frontiers, and I will say this is the footage they should have led with.
1: Yes, yes, this should have been the trailer um, before IGN, before anything like that. um, and then I think if they did it this that, the other way around, I think people would have been all for it. Yeah. You know, a great way. So it we are seeing
0: me- more of the open world uh that we've already seen like over and over. Um but we're also seeing some good typical linear Sonic stuff as well. Uh in these zones, they're not called open world, they're called open zones, apparently. And they're really, really funny about that Sega, you have to say zones. Um yeah, I mean I'm still not a hundred percent sold on this, but it's a step in the right direction, at least. Uh, we're, we're looking at different zones here. Uh, one that looks very, very uh, Green Hill Zone. One that looks very, very much like chemical plant or, or Sky tropolis.
1: I was thinking uh, Speed, a uh, Speed Highway. Speed there Highway, a, yeah, yeah. Apparently, Sky Sanctuary was shown as well. Right. And it's one of the criticisms that I've seen is that um, some of the like cyberspace zones uh, they um, have u- reused assets from Sonic Generations, and that was also something that happened in Sonic Origins. Right. They reused a lot of uh, 3D models, but I'm I'm not against that, you know if they can weave it together into something mean and do enough customization to make it new that's not a problem, I mean, Sonic Mania was that, as yeah. was Sonic Generations so, you know, let's, let's just wait and see in that regard
0: Yeah, I'm, I I'm, say, I'm generally, I think this looks too, I mean, I'm more excited for it I mean, I, I'm obviously looking, I'm going to look at it because it's, you know, Sonic and yeah. what have you But yeah, I'm,
1: look, I think all right. I'm looking forward to being <laughs> Oh
0: I can't, I can't say I'm excited for it because I've been burnt so many times. But um, I'm keeping an open mind. That's that's where I've got to. I'm no longer disappointed. I'm keeping an open mind.
1: Yeah. I don't want to get excited because then that... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there
0: we go. There we go. So, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. We saw a bit more of that. Um, Disney Dreamlight Valley is a game I'm 100% going to play and 100% not going to play for long. But I am... Obviously, a, a, a stupidly big Disney fan. I'm obviously going to be looking into this. um uh It's kind of the answer to infinity, I'm getting the impression of. Build your own world. Is that like a regression?
1: Sort of, yeah. They've gone for like a Disney themed My Time at Big Bad. It's yeah, like yeah. a farming sim, you know, uh, survival thing with adventuring. And I don't know. I think some people would like it. uh It looks kind of be- uh, Yeah, it looks stunning. All, all, all different
0: worlds based, you know, very very recognizable from the games. Uh and there's a ratatouille cooking thing there. You can dress up and make yourself look like um Disney characters. Uh you got all the different characters walking around, they all look like they're animated amazingly well done. Uh yeah, it, it looks incredible. We'll just see how it actually plays in time.
1: Hey Dan, do you want to see the view count go down in real time? <laughs> okay. What, watch this. This is what Kingdom Hearts should Really, you reckon? Yeah, it it looks more fun in my opinion. It actually looks like uh, so. Is it, it live a
0: live, live alive, live alive, or live a al- live?
1: It's that like the bit that Timmy from South Park says, "Live alive." <laughs> it's a stupid <laughs> name. It looks kind of cool, though, I've got to say, for an R- for a JRPG. And a- this is based on like an older game, is it?
0: I believe so, yes. I- I- it's yeah, a remake, it's- from what I understand. And there's a demo available now. Hey, like, I don't care about these things, but it- yeah, it does look really, really nice. Really, really.
1: Song of the South DLC, Vike. That's just. <laughs> no, 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 Sorry. no.
0: <laughs> Zippity dah It's so good being a slave. Like, what were they thinking? Right. Um, uh doramon uh story of season random japanese anime character i'm sorry people out there that look at this as like some kind of like godly character in the history of animation i just I,
1: all i know is right doramon is a character that appears in on so many like famicom cartridges that i've over all of the games just have no, nothing to yeah so you
0: can pass up on a switch game now as well
1: yeah too,
0: right? <laughs> you can pass up on games on modern consoles because of his face <laughs> uh minecraft legends my son lost his shit when he saw this um to be fair it doesn't look bloody incredible it's just not for me <laughs> it looks bloody you're a minecraft man you can you can weigh in on this a bit more
1: can i can i really it's a real-time strategy set in the minecraft unit. they've done dungeon crawling they've done Minecraft. Uh. They're really, we're just that one step away from having the Minecraft first person. Oh, yeah, you also had that Telltale Games adventure as well. Yeah, yeah. Did They're you get into those? In the Are they ever I'm, going to announce really Minecraft 2? I really do not care about the lore of Minecraft. Um, it's just a fun place to build random, horrific sculptures. Um, and that's that's all it's for, you know? Will, will they ever do Minecraft 2? Is that a thing? No, it's a platform that will just continue as is. There's no way they'll ever they'll ever make a sequel. There's no point. It's the first one's still to profit. No,
0: okay. Yeah. Dragon Quest the- Treasures. Do you care about Dragon Quest? Ah. Neither do I. But a lot of people do. They are immensely yeah. popular. This is good news the- for people out yeah, there this- that care.
1: This 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 is the game that shut down Japanese like business for like a week. <laughs> it's totally points. true, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. There's like a they they actually have to grant days off to Japan to play this game. It's part of the law now. Uh, Portal Companion Collection.
0: Uh, oh, oh, we've got uh, Fire Emblem. Watch the hopes. I don't care. Other people do. No Man's Sky is a much more complete game now than it ever was. Uh, uh, this is actually quite a big deal i think but i i mean i don't care they've personally
1: paid, they've made the switch version will play to oh, be really? fair but it's basically the state of the game a plague so. tale
0: requiem cloud version Ugh, yuck i do really want to play that game though it's that that's really high on my i need to play that list because you got the new one coming out and it just looks like a game i'd really get into um yeah Captain Velvet Meteor, The Jump Plus Dimensions. I didn't see this one come up. I mean, we are talking... um, It looks like a knockoff of Hades. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, Portal. More people being able to play these insanely good games. When I talk about the greatest... We've talked about two now of my favourite all-time games. Sonic 3 and Knuckles and Portal 2. Portal 2 is right up there with one of the greatest games I've ever played. It's so... So incredible. Play Portal 1 first. It might take you long. it take you a couple of hours to get through. Um, number two. My God. I was just absolutely blown away by that game. Uh, it's not going to play as well as it would on a Steam deck, obviously. And I've already got it on the, on Steam. Uh, and it's going to be one of the games I play through 100%. Um, one of the first games I could go through completion wise. It's, it's, it's just such a good game. My so God. That's-
1: that's the funny thing right it's like uh, did you see that GameStop uh, article that went around recently where it says oh the steam deck has killed all enthusiasm i have for nintendo directs and i'm just thinking right okay but it's not the same thing is it mm-hmm. you've got a 500 a 350 pound device of course it's cheapest, not yeah, yeah um which could yeah fair enough can run portable better the switch but no doubt but it's not an easy console to get a hold of, whereas the Switch is much, much easier to get a hold of. I I much understand,
0: much you know, they're, they're they're two different systems, but they are releasing games that are yeah. not going to run as well. I tell you what, I've got a game over there. And it's basically Bridge Constructor, which is obviously yeah. a Steam game through and through. That is a game you buy on Steam, but yeah, they they released it for the Switch, and I bought it, and I bought the uh, portal version of Bridge Constructor. So you basically you go from one side to the other, and you have to go through coloured portals to get to the other side. It's just all two D. About halfway through that game, it chugs something chronic. Serious chugging going on. Um, and I, I, I just, I know this game is not going to play as nicely. Uh, and it's just like, yeah. Uh, but, but this is still, we haven't said it in a while, nothing but a good thing. People mm. need to, um, if, if this lets more people play one of the greatest games ever made, I'm all f***ing right. Yeah. Yeah. Just make, just make Portal 3. I know you can say that about any Steam game, but, I would want Portal Three over over Half Life Three over yeah. any other game. Like,
1: yeah, but we all know that Valve can't count, so that's never going to happen. Yeah, uh, I think that leads us back to. Oh yeah, there's Persona Three from Five. Oh, there's there's
0: Harvest Stella, which is yet another yeah. harvesting game where you're dressed up as an anime girl that looks like she's just come out of Anne Summers. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, she's
0: going to do hard labor and she's got to eat. Yeah. Um, I mean, it generally looks quite nice and there's guaranteed gonna be a crowd of people that like it uh Pokemon meets harvest moon meets sexy anime chick um that's yeah. it like yeah i, I
1: well,
0: a- they 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 could title this game <laughs> games I don't care about the show <laughs> and it could be the <laughs> I, I i just could not care less about them i'm so sorry i i feel like i need to give some kind of like uh, uh, chit chat about these games because I'm, I'm i'm sort of hosting the podcast but i don't care and so much of these nintendo directs are full of rpgs it's fantastic for people that follow that stuff i just don't care um yeah the most you're going to get out of me of stuff like this is oh that looks all right next um yes. like I don't care about Persona. I love Sega and Sega owned the Persona Frame. Well like, like, Atlas, you know. So, I just don't care. Like
1: this, it's one of those series that I've kind of gone, yeah, the style look um whenever I've read about it or some gameplay, I just couldn't imagine anything worse. Oh. I really couldn't. Like just the whole premise of it, the visual novel aspect to it. It's just my god, if they've if they've like perfect you know, fundamentally made a game that is just not for me then Persona is that game. <laughs> yeah, I don't... Sorry. <laughs> just one of those things. Sega sent me some um, cake in the post
0: of whatever that thing is and whatever the thing uh, is that pops up on the other side as well. They're just characters in the game. Yeah. And um, you- it was a burning hot day. And then I left them a day and it was still a burning hot day. And then I said to the kids, Oh, you can have them if you want. I exactly, I normally keep stuff that Sega send me, but this was like, well, I'm not going to keep a cake pop. They put it in their mouth and they're like, what? And because like, it was all like horrible and gone off and stodgy and disgusting. And I was like, what's wrong with them? What? <laughs> yeah, we can't eat those. Um, still very nice gesture. Very nice gesture. Like th- th- these <laughs> are guaranteed fantastic games, just not f- all grizzly. Yeah. Yeah, let's talk about that other thing then.
1: Yes, return to Monkey Island, a game that I never, never knew I needed until I saw Ron Gilbert like launch the first trailer of this. I am absolutely in love, Monkey Island franchise. Uh, one of my favourite series of all time. One of the greatest in terms of like written comedy, um, great animation style um, throughout. And uh, here we go with a brand new animation style, which uh, I'm you know in still photos doesn't look necessarily as you know intriguing as the original because the originals had a bit of that on stranger Tides tidesfield but in action looks absolutely fine um it looks like it could be every bit as good as the originals i mean stan looks great you got the zombie pulling off his ear chucking it into the cauldron um i i love everything that i've seen about this game however Wind Waker Syndrome has set in amongst the fans, and they've decided <laughs> that they're going to yell at Ron Gilbert, who's the um, the writer and director of the game. <clears throat> uh, the original writer and director. So, And of course, as a result, he's now retreated I'm not to share anything about the game up until it launches. And I'm gutted by that because well, I want to know more. I, I want to see more about this game. And these so- so-called fans have gone ahead and ruined it. Now, let's talk about monkey island as like a style okay you're talking about one of the most consistent franchises for art style ever since that first game launched pixel art what have you it went from really simple pixel art to really detailed pixel art then to a 2d cartoon animation thing which looked like it straight from a don bluth cartoon then to that awful 3d look that they had for escape and that even worse 3d look they had from Tails. um it was never about the graphic ever always about the style it was always about the comedy the writing and just in general the overall atmosphere of monkey island cuz that's one thing consistently they've nailed throughout i hate that people feel like they are so empowered that they can just go after a director like this especially one that has been working on this as a passion project ever since the third game came. you know you should be thankful that this even exists let alone you know that it looks any it uh, looks decent you know I don't know. What do you think about the art style? Because I know the art style is completely subjective, right? I I don't... I've seen differing opinions where people are saying, oh, it it doesn't really speak to me. And that's fine. What I don't like is when people turn around to, you know, the people making it and say, this is absolute rubbish. You should, you know, do horrible stuff to yourself. Yeah. (laughs) People are just like that. I don't have the... um...
0: Uh, affection that obviously you do for and a lot of other people do for monkey island i think they're fine games i just i i it's the same as star wars i like star wars i'm not obsessed with star wars um and i i wish i was when you know when a new star wars trailer comes out and people just lose their mind i want to be i want to be part of that crowd and i'm just not i just think they're good films you know that's as far as i go and that that's kind of the same with monkey island i just think they're good games uh honestly they're not games i go back to and all that often I actually really like this art style I think the art style is actually really really nice um but I really like the originals it's I can understand it it's like when we first saw Streets of Rage 5 I think that's the only real comparison that I can uh, for the only real comparison that I can think of um You know, like, everyone thinks it's going to be, like, some kind of, like, uh, pixel art style, but in actual fact they went for an animation style, which I think in the end uh, benefited the game uh, for for this new generation. Uh, uh, And and that's what I see with this. It reminds me of what I would actually class as a bit of a hidden gem. Um one, sorry, excuse me, one of the first games I bought for the Nintendo Switch, I've got some footage up of it here, a game called Severed uh, which came out originally on the Wii U uh, I played it on the Switch uh, it's kind of like a really obscure first person type game um, we are on like a set path but my god, I was well into this, I thought this was fantastic and I thought the art style lent itself excellently for people that don't know, the more popular games that these guys made were Guacamole um, yeah yeah uh, yeah, I, I see the same sort of thing, and I think it's a really nice way to go.
1: Yeah, it's just really vibrant and colourful. And the uh, the main villain, the Chuck, is one of my favourite character designs of all time, and I think I love him. Yeah. So you know, screw those, screw the haters. Yeah, I think it looks you know, fine. I think it looks going.
0: fine. I think you know, you need to move on. Um, yeah, you could make it pixelated, but I think you're really aiming at a niche group. I think this is a bit more going to be for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it looks good. Uh, that's all I've got to say on it. Like I say, I'm not as de- devoted to the series, but hey, I think it looks. Good. Yeah. Did you know someone recently bought forty thousand dollars worth of stock just so they could ask Nintendo to
1: make a new F Zero game? Mm. Yeah, it
0: kind of yeah. is that. It's kind of that.
1: Kind of, yeah. So, th- yeah, he bought forty k worth of stock. Uh, he was given the opportunity to speak up in an investor meeting and he used that opportunity to ask about S-Zero. He was promptly shot, and then he's never been seen again. Um, No, that's how I'd like it to happen. (laughs) The response
0: he got was... So, obviously, the response he was going to get. We are always considering how to develop new titles and remakes that can be enjoyed by
1: many players. to be the most Nintendo response ever made. In <laughs> the, like the, the other one was, it is realistically difficult to develop new titles and remakes for every Nintendo game that people request. We are very grateful and appreciate the expectations of our fans have for our games. Yeah. Look, just, just, just make... F- Stop dancing around it. Just call up Sega, say all is forgiven. We want F0GX. Or just F0GX.
0: So There's a game that needs them, yeah. remastered. What games do we want remastered? We want that.
1: And also, you're still missing a trick. Before it's too late, while you're still on 1080p graphic, I want 1080p Snowball. Do it. <laughs>
0: yeah. No, I, 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 look. look. Uh, so, looking into this more, he was obviously a big guy that's into his stocks and whatever else anyway. I have family members that support Manchester United and therefore they have stocks of Manchester United if I was a stocks guy I would have stocks in Sega and Disney because they're the companies that I love just because I would want stocks in that company it's not really anything else that's what this guy has he has a lot of stocks in a lot of other companies he sold those stocks to have stocks in Nintendo to be fair if you are into stocks and whatever else now is probably not a bad idea now it's not really not a bad idea to get into that with a company like Nintendo because we are definitely reaching the end of the switch um i think within the next couple of years you're a hundred percent going to be hearing about the switch too it's happening um
1: there there are there are heavy rumors that they have i don't even know if it's that much of a rumor i think it's actually it's uh they've reduced um production down by 15 percent on the switch haven't they and they've moved in a lot of new uh a uh, lot raw material um to prepare for
0: something <laughs> Stephen dan has stocks in amico
1: yeah you've got me they're the only <laughs> stocks i've got it's
0: coming up it was gonna come in wasn't it um yeah, yeah so this guy just has um the uh, he, yeah he has he has a lot of stocks in a lot of companies and now it looks like the majority of his stocks if not all of his stocks are in nintendo it's not a bad move um and then uh, he's sitting in the meeting uh hey Give this man a pat on the back and a high five and buy him a pint when you see him. It's a cool thing that he did this, but it doesn't mean anything. Like they gave him, they're not going to not give this information to IGN and everyone else, but they will tell this random investor. Yeah. There was no, this was never going to be anything other than what it is. Yeah. I mean, that's the end of that segment. There's really nothing else to say.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, if anything, it's kind of like a uh, fake Goosebuster. Yeah. It's just like he didn't just do it. Don't be silly. This is the rats playing Doom scenario all over again. So like, they're not really doing that. So hard. it's
0: it's the way articles are written, uh to, to get you to lure in. The actual thing of this is Gaia stocks in Nintendo and whilst he's at the meeting, he asked a question. He got a yeah. bog, bog standard, shitty answer. There you go. Job done. Yeah. But yeah, we, we would actually love a new F Zero. And if Sega and, ain't I, making it, uh I don't want it because that last and, one was perfect.
1: And 1080p sniping because, so,
0: <laughs>
1: because it's such a good joke. Give me, give me some wave race. There's been, not been
0: not been a new wave race in forever. They were yeah, good fun games. Reason. No, yeah. I thought they were quite fun. I enjoyed that GameCube
1: one. Nintendo Sports HD Collection with 1080p. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <Sorry. laughs> I love it.
0: <laughs> um, and should I be worried about my upcoming Steam Deck?
1: Uh, potentially, if you fancy buying something that you actually paid for, uh, because. Uh, they uh, supposedly downgraded uh, the Steam Deck uh, as a result of hardware shortages and uh, factories just being a bit... Because they do like to be now and then, and chances are you've probably bought a piece of hardware that was not advertised because uh, factories are naughty. Uh, it just mm-hmm. happens. Um, so, yeah, supposedly on some Steam Decks, people have received uh, two times speed SSDs, four times drives, which they had in the thought they would be getting. Uh, And as a result, uh, there's not an awful lot of difference. However, it might make a fundamental difference later on uh, as more games get made available. Um, Yeah, from what I understand, it's
0: more about the right speed. It won't change anything in the way you actually play the games. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. Um, I mean, there's nothing we can do about it. It sucks. And it sucks that they haven't made one and a formal announcement and two, updated their own store. Because I really can't see how that's anything more than... I'll sort this out for us. Okay, job done. That that is a ten minute job, <laughs> but for some reason it hasn't been done.
1: Yeah, um, and it is a little bit naughty. Let's be honest, because Valve yeah. is a big enough company to know better. This thing. Um, if you were to buy a, uh, do you remember when Nintendo when Nintendo changed the spec of the Switch to you know they added a better chip, better battery life? It was given a whole new SKU. Uh, and it was it was heavily advertised oh there's a new switch coming out um, or a new version of the switch with better battery better processor all that you knew about that you saw it upcoming at no point did anybody buy a device and then realize oh hang on i'm not actually getting the one that was advertised Mm -hmm. just bear in mind this change only occurred um so may 27th to 28th um so that was like after the first batch had been sold so it's a bit naughty, gotta say. Agreed. And uh, it's a good thing that Steam puts that thing in their EULA, which basically says, uh, Don't you can't, you've literally signed a document saying you can't sue her. Yeah. <laughs> so there is that. Um would be interesting to see if uh, European courts uh, back that up if anybody was to take action. Surely someone's going to. <clears throat> oh, someone's gonna try it. And it's gotta be the E, it's mean nothing. That's one thing they're really good at.
0: Yeah there we go and guys we've reached the end of the podcast um there are six topics uh it was quite a long one but we, we chatted for ages at the beginning <laughs> either way it's good to be back it is good to be back i've enjoyed myself we'll be back next week hopefully we'll see we'll see yes let's um, keep that bun uh, in the oven
1: and if uh if uh if baby does decide it want we'll to tell jay to hold it in just so i can do another That's little story
0: for you my um one of my kids was uh born at like one twenty nine or thirty or something. I'm like, come on, literally seven more minutes and I will literally have a leaked baby. <laughs>
1: And I was just like looking, I was hold looking it, and she it, was just giving,
0: it. yeah, she was giving me some angry eyes. There you <laughs> go. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, guys, thanks so much for hanging out with us. It was really, really cool. Very much appreciated. Um, and, uh, yeah, as stated, hopefully we will be back next week. We will see. We will see. Regardless, like I say, it's been a big, good, fun time. Uh, I've got plenty of awesome videos in the works. Um, uh, working on a new kick scammers, working on a, uh, listicle and also, I'll say it here if people that wasn't watching last night, Dino Crisis, the complete history is incoming. So look out for that as well. Uh and probably a video on that NFT console. Why not, eh? Why not?
1: Yeah. That NFT console that absolutely be coming out. And I'll tell you what, I'll be the only person on the slopes cast to pre order one if yeah. I want to be proven wrong. It's never gonna happen. it would just be like a charity spend.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And Grizzly, where can people find you, mate?
1: They can find me uh, right here, right now, much of anything. However, uh, I do have an Instagram that I'll occasionally um, like catch up with because, well, taking a photo is a bit easier than putting together like videos or anything. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you can check me out on Grizzly Grotto on Instagram. And Twitter under Grizzly Creeden, which is where I post pretty much daily, uh, just random. So absolutely, yeah.
0: right, guys. Much love to you all. We're going to be signing out. Uh, DJ Hope signing out, and I'll hopefully see you all next time. See you later, everyone. Bye bye. All right, bye. <laughs> Thanks for listening to SlopesCast, the retro gaming news show with myself, DJ Slope, and my co-host, Grizzly Cryden, recorded live on Twitch every single Tuesday night. If you want to listen in live, then make your way over to twitch.tv forward game room at 9pm UK time, 1pm Pacific Standard Time, and 4pm Eastern Standard Time. And as stated, if you want to be in a chance to be on a future episode, then please do consider supporting the show on Patreon or as a YouTube member. And finally, if you do have any news stories for us, then please do feel free to drop them in the dedicated rooms over on Discord at discord.gg forward room. And until next time, guys, this is DJ Slope signing out, and hopefully I'll see you all next time.